All right, let's go to part two. We are here. This is us. And we left off in uh, 1 Peter 4, 1 through 3. Uh, so we'll just start up there again. Therefore, since Christ have suffered for us in the flesh, arm yourselves likewise with the same mind. For he who has suffered in the flesh has ceased from sin. That's not who we are anymore. That's the past tense. And no longer should we live the rest of our life serving the flesh like we used to do. That's past tense. We are now married to Christ. But the will of God, that's what we ought to be serving. The will of God, not our will anymore. Our will ought to be changed into God's will. Uh, uh, in the past, our lives were sufficed just like everybody else. You ought to be able to look now in the world and see the light from the darkness. We used to walk in immorality and lust and we were drunk and we were carousing and oh, debauchery and all that abominable idolatry. That's past tense. We are in Christ now. We've been transformed by the renewing of our minds and there ought to be evidence of this transformation. Now, I'm not talking about these wopside hats in church. Good Lord, I'm not talking about that. I'm not talking about church clothes dressed up in our fine dresses and three-piece suits. <laughs> you look like clowns, huh? I'm talking about living the life, huh? I'm talking about being humble. I'm talking about being changed. I'm talking about reaching out and helping folk, being Christ-like, huh? Sin is no longer our master. We are free from the penalty and power of sin, but we're not free from sin. Look at 1B. We are no longer spending our time and days in lustful desires. 2B. We now live in God's will, not our own. Again, 2B. Worldly or godless living for us is a thing of the past. We've closed that chapter in our life. Look at verse three. Yeah, at one time, oh, we sold some wild oats. Oh, you bet your bottom dollar. We sold some wild oats. Uh, we did some loose living. Uh, we perfectly understand the Gentile way. Uh, we, we, we know what it's like. Verse three, uh, before Christ came into our life, oh my God, <laughs> we had no power to say no to sin. Now here's the problem. Some of us, even after we got saved, even after we married Christ, we still went out. Some of us right now, we're still going out. We got alcohol on our breath sitting in the church. Hmm? Come on, let's just get real. We, some of us wearing the same dress we wore last night. Yeah, yeah. And you think you can come in here and start saying, oh, hallelujah, oh, praise God, oh, amazing grace, how sweet, don't you even try it. If don't none of us know where you've been, God knows where you've been, and you know where you've been. Huh? When temptation knocks at your door, as a Christian, you don't answer the door. You send Christ, you send Jesus. You don't yield to it anymore. 
Huh? But this is who we are. This is us. And we've got to get better. We've got to change. We've got to be transformed. Uh, in the past, our flesh was weak. The trap was set and we fell right in. We've got power now over that flesh through the power of Jesus. In the past, there was nothing to keep us stable. But now our stability is in Jesus. Oh my God. Along came Jesus, took us in. We took residence in Christ. And now we don't use our strength, but we use his strength. Jesus set us free. My, my, my. My, 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 my. Sin, no longer our master. And that's why it's so hard. It's so awful to see Christians who just falling down all over the place, just messing up. Just and people look at him and be like, don't he go to church? Ain't he a Christian? It's like, and you're like, yeah. They're like, yeah. See, what did that commander say on phone? So don't go over there and embarrass us. And that's what a whole lot of us are doing. We're embarrassing Christ. And I'm gonna tell you something, you ain't gonna like this answer. But I'm gonna tell you something. God is saying to us, listen, get your act A C T together. And that's why a lot of us go through a lot of what we go through. God is trying to get us in shape. We're soldiers in God's army. And he's trying to get us in shape. Now, when we don't listen, a whole lot of things happen. And when we still don't listen, you know what God says? All right, your soul can't be lost because you, you believe in me. You, you're my child. But you know what? You're not listening. I've sent all kinds of stuff in your life. Come on home. Yeah. Come on. Huh? Go read Romans, the sixth chapter and the seventh chapter. Huh? And, and, and the list is long. This is where we are. That was us. I don't have time to read it right now. You're going to have to go read it on your own. You're going to have to go read it on your own. Huh? But that was us. That was us. And and, 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 and and thank God it is no longer us. Hmm? I'm telling you right now, where we were in the depths of hell, oh my God, we can simply say, thank God for Jesus Christ our Lord. Go, please go read Romans the sixth chapter and the seventh chapter. Uh, uh, now, this is where we are different from the world. This is where we stand out. This is where our little light shines in the darkness. Uh, uh, oh, oh, but if you think that we're just going to slide through this foreign soil, this foreign world, you got another thought coming. Didn't I say earlier we are at war? When you're at war, you got to look around you. You can't depend on everybody to watch your back. You got to look around. You got to look up. You got to look down. Because the enemy is all around. Do you understand what it means to be at war? Don't you know darkness does not like light? Even 
in a dark room, if you just light a match, it'll light up that whole room. But the minute you blow that match out, the darkness returns. And that's what it is like living in this world. You know, I was a policeman for 23 years. You heard me say that many times in Pasadena. And sometimes I worked mostly night shift and a lot of graveyard. And when I would go and stop a car or when I would go to a parking lot and, and light that car up with that, with that bright flashlight, boy, the look in their eyes, and sometimes they didn't even have clothes on. The look in their eyes was like, oh my God, what in the world? And they didn't know what to cover up. Huh? Because darkness does not like light. Uh, look at verse 4. Uh, I mean, I'm telling you right now, that's the world we live in. When they think it's strange that right now, here we used to run with them, and we don't run with them anymore, and now even the people we used to run with speak evil of us because they know how we used to be with them. But we no longer are with them, and they're angry. At the same time, they're astonished. How, how, how did they get out? How, how did they get out of this trap? And so now, because of that, they want to judge us. You shouldn't be judging them. And I God help you if you are. That's not your position. The Bible says, judge not, that you be not judged. Just because you got out, don't mean you can turn around and judge them. They are angry at us. They are astonished that we got out. And now they want to judge us. And, and, and they want to say, remember, 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 remember. And don't act like you forgot. Of course you remember. Some of you still got taste in your mouth. Come on now. This is their turf. This is their land. This is their cosmos. Who told you to live right? That's how they feel. Who told you to live right? Who are you to deny sex? Who are you to deny alcohol? You know it tastes good. Johnny Walker, Red, Cavassier, Tangeray, Barcardi. Come on, let's just name them all. Yeah, 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 you know what I'm talking about. So, 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 so you don't want any of this anymore? <laughs> good looking woman come up to you. I'm not going to give her size. You, you know what you like. And she said, I know you see all of this. You don't want none of this? And you got to be able to say, no, honey, I don't. Now, at one time, I would have, but that time has passed. I'm not judging you. Do you? Do you? Do you, boo? But I'm sorry. That's not where I am anymore. I don't, I don't live there anymore. Hmm? Go look at 1 Peter 4 and 4. Wow. And I'm going to tell you something. The scripture is so spot on. And so relevant even today. This lifestyle that God is trying to get us to abstain from. That's where we were. And I know it makes you feel uncomfortable. Don't, don't think I don't know. Uh, you know. And, and, and I know it makes them who you are around. Now that you've got your thing together. Those of you who have. Of course you make them feel uncomfortable. You work with them. Huh? You live next door to them. You're a relative to them. And they're watching your life now clean. And theirs is not, of course they're angry. Of course they're upset. Of course they're defensive. And of course they lash out at you. Because they are amazed. They are astonished 
that you are no longer the same. And the only thing you need to say to them is, honey, it ain't me. It's Jesus in me. And don't say that too much either, because I don't 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 sound pious. You know, don't 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 do that. Just live the life. And and and, and let them look at you and say, wow. And, and and then let them want what you have, as opposed to you going back to where you used to be to what they have. See, beyond judging Christians is a whole lot of self-guilt and discomfort. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's that. You don't have to judge them. They know who they are. They know where they live. They know the hole they're in. You you don't need to remind them of that, huh? That, that there is an inner emptiness, uh -huh. and, and it's not your fault because you're showing that it can be done, and they don't like that. You used to run with that crowd. But now Christ has set you free. So now they're mad at you. Look at the text. Look at the text. Oh, when the party was over, here comes the morning after. Here comes the hangover. And here comes the shame. When you got to crawl out of somebody's bed again and go look for your underwear again. That don't feel too good. No, no, that don't feel good at all. Huh? And then you know you got to go home to your wife. Come on, come on, come on. You know you got to go home to your husband. And, and, and you know what? Don't sit up here and act like this is not where some of us live or did live. Some of us live there right now. You don't know your own address because you're not used to going home. Come on, come on. If we don't get into this deep, somebody going to still live that life. And I told you before, I'm a soap salesman. I got to sell the soap. Liquid soap, powder soap, bar soap. I got to sell the soap. Now, you don't have to take a bath, but I got to sell the soap. I'm a preacher. I'm a soap salesman. So I hope you don't mind if I just preach. Yeah, you got to go to the bathroom. And when you go back to the bathroom, you go to urinate and it starts to sting. Oh, no, he didn't. Yeah, 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 he did. Yeah, he did. And you get worried. And, you, and, you, and this is what you say to yourself. What did I pick up this time? This time. Wow, because you've been here before. Yep, this is us. This is who we are. It's a horrible lifestyle. No matter how the world tries to beautify it or glamorize it, it's a horrible lifestyle. It's not happy hour. Huh? No, it's here we go again hour. They can't stop themselves. You know? Whether it's loud music, booze, drugs, sex, they can't stop themselves. But by the grace of God, Jesus picked you up out of the muck and out of the mire. Oh, bless his name. Sadly, none of all of what they do is ever going to drown out their troubles. Because that's what they're trying to do. They're trying to drown out their troubles. 
They're trying to drown out what's going on in their life, what's really going on. But it ain't going to happen the way they're doing it. It has to happen through Christ. And you don't have to tell them. Just live the life of Jesus and your life will speak. Now they're going to get mad at you and they're going to talk about you, but that's okay. I'm not telling you anything new. You've been there. You already know. You kicked the addiction with God's help. And now you, my friend, are considered the enemy because you no longer subscribe to their philosophy. You no longer chase the thrill. You've been redeemed. You've been transformed. You're no longer a slave to sin. You don't have to say anything. Your actions speak for themselves. They call you, oh, so who are you now? Miss Goody Two-Shoes? Mr. Goody Two-Shoes? <laughs> See, that's them judging you. That's okay. That's all right. Misery loves company. And I'm going to be miserable. And you need to come over here and be miserable with me like you used to be. That's what they're saying. I'm not going to do this by myself. I don't want to be alone. They're saying to you, hey, hey, I'm hurting over here. That's what they're saying to you. And that's okay. That's okay. They already know. Verse 5. Verse 5. Don't you dare judge them. Don't you dare say it. Judgment is not your place. You don't have to give an account to them. They're the ones who will be called out on the carpet before God himself. Every now and then you should meet with your old friends in a neutral place. Now, now I'm going to say something here. When I say you should meet with your friends, don't you go to that nudie booty bar. Don't you go to that strip club. Talking about I'm trying to save this so there ain't nobody falling for that mess. Uh -huh. This lets them know when you meet with them in a neutral place, a regular restaurant. Uh -huh. This lets them know you haven't cast them off or that you think you're better than them. It also takes away any talk that you now only hang out with just Christians. Don't do that. No, don't just hang out with just Christians. Meet with your old friends. Uh -huh. Go to a regular restaurant and just talk. Have dinner, laugh about general stuff. Huh? Hopefully and prayerfully, some of your old friends will see how much better you are and realize that they can be too. Hmm? You'll draw them like a magnet rather than offend them or repel them or drive them away because you're so pious and so judgmental. We ought to have an aroma of Christ or a sweet fragrance about us. We ought to smell like Jesus. Huh? Can you just be winsome and not loathsome? Huh? You are now envied because they are wondering how did you do it? How did you get away? How did you get out of this hole? Huh? How did you walk away from what was hurting you? And 
That's why you should still meet with them alone so you can graciously testify with your life, not with your mouth. What you cannot do is beat them up over the head about their lifestyle that you used to live. But for the grace of God, is that what they say? There go I. Hmm? One foot on a banana filling and the other on nonsense. That was what I used to do. Tell them it's not your willpower, but the power of God through Christ. You don't have to change uh, anything. You didn't have to change anything. All you had to do was have a change of heart. That's what you tell Just like someone prayed for you, you pray for them. Forget all them Christian fish logos on the back of your car. T-shirts and WWJD paraphernalia. What would Jesus do? Stop all that nonsense. Don't, don't do that. Don't do that. that. That's what drives folk away. Be authentic and be humble. Huh? And if they make up stuff about you, let it be a lie. Don't let nobody say that Christian is a crook. Stay the course. Don't forget, this world is not your home. You're just passing through. You've closed yesterday's door. You don't live there anymore. Be grateful. Let us pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you right now for this message. It was hard. It was tough to swallow, but that's, that's, that's the juice we used to drink. And God, we just thank you for your mercy. We thank you for your grace. We thank you for lifting us up out of where we used to be. Boy, when we look back and we say, that was us. My God, thank you, Lord, for your salvation. Now, Father, we pray for those who still don't know you. We pray for those who are toying with you, who are engaged to you but won't marry you. Father, we asking that you allow circumstances and situations to happen in their life that cause them to turn around before it's everlasting too late. And we just, we give you so much praise right now, so much glory. Oh, you're so deserving. We just want to say thank you. If we had, somebody said if we had 10,000 tongues, we couldn't praise you enough. If we had 10,000 hands, we couldn't praise you enough. But Lord, thank you. Thank you. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. This is Weekly Encouragements, Faith Word Finding Ministry by Nam Ware. You can find this on Spotify or podcast. Apple, God bless you.